Welcome to the Mustang Message, the official podcast of the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District. This is the Mustang Message, the official podcast of the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District. It's a big week for the DCG Activities Department. We're hosting the first ever sanctioned girls wrestling practice. We're recording this on Wednesday, November 2nd, so two practices are already in the books, which is great news. Joining us today, the first ever girls wrestling coach at DCG, Rex Gray. Coach, thanks for being here. I know this is a big week for you. Congratulations and, and welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, we're, we're excited. So the obvious question to you is, Two practices down. What's what's it like? What's girls wrestling practice at DCG like? Uh, so obviously, just two practices in. It's really hard to kind of pinpoint exactly where where we are and where we want to be. Uh, but I think as a coaching staff, we've talked and we really want to just have an exciting room, a fun room, um, but also a room that we're able to encourage the girls to be uh, at whatever level they are right now and just get better throughout the season. So. It's a new wrinkle. Not only are you getting ready for a season, you're getting ready for the first season. So what were some of the things as we go back into the summer, as you were kind of preparing and thinking about this week and this and this time, what, what were you doing? What, was, what were some of the goals you needed to get done? Uh, we were fortunate enough to have a semi-season last year where the girls were able to wrestle twice a week. Uh, we kind of just made it more or less that we wanted them to come back, right? We wanted to get as many girls involved as possible. So they were able to be introduced to it last year. um, And I was fortunate enough to be involved with that. So it was really just trying to build off of what we already had started. Now that the IGH SAU has been um, sanctioned wrestling, girls wrestling, what are some of the big differences that you've seen? And maybe this is just conversations you've had with other coaches. Uh, The biggest difference is just gonna be numbers. Uh, So we were able to last year, have 22 girls wrestle at the state tournament, which was going to basically was the most girls of any other school. This year, um, you know, just seeing some other posts with other coaches, you know, Twitter, that kind of stuff. There's girls, there's programs up to 30, 40 girls in the program. Uh, the biggest difference, I think, is that they're allowing a lot of schools to come together, wrestle together. Um, so you have some, uh, for example, I know both Ankeny's North Polk, they're together. Right, so you have two larger schools and North Polk, they're a large school as well, kind of come together and add their numbers together, which is awesome for the sport and the aspect of just getting pure numbers out there. Have you had to do a a lot of recruiting or has it been kind of the girls kind of doing the recruiting? I know you had a a huge number, as you mentioned last year, um, but how has, how would that process go? Yeah, we've been trying to recruit as much as possible as far as we're, we're having our girls go out and talk, and we just had this conversation last night that if, if they're not being invited to practice, they're probably not gonna come out at this point, right? They're not just gonna show up at the door and be like, hey, I wanna wrestle. So um, we've tried to do some recruiting. We had some different meetings uh, at the middle school, which our numbers are up by 10 from last year, so it's a huge number, um, but also at our, our level, just trying to get more girls interested any way possible. We've talked about a little bit about previous girls wrestling seasons, but now that the girls union has, has sanctioned this, I feel like there's a buzz um, around girls wrestling. I mean, wrestling's always big in the state, but just describe the, the buzz around the sport um, as you've seen it since last February when it was announced. Yeah, um, it's, it's out there with people that aren't res- in necessarily in the wrestling community, right? So I've talked to people that... Um, around my my circle I guess or outside my circle saying you know hey I'm you know I'm new girls wrestling coach at DCG and they already know about right they know that there's already this thing going on 
um, and they've heard it on the news, they've heard it at different places, and, and everybody's excited about it, whether you're a wrestler or not wrestler, or you know anything about it at all, they're just excited to be able to have that opportunity. Uh, let's talk about the future of DCG Girls Wrestling. I know it's hard to do when it's two practices <laughs> in, but, but just give me a, t- a thought process of five, ten years down the line. Where do you hope this program is? Yeah, um, you know, as a staff, again, we've kind of talked about it, and, and we want to, number one, have we want to beat the boys to have a state, state champion on the podium here in the next ten years. When I say beat the boys, uh, you know, it's kind of a competition between Corey and I. You know, who's going to have this first state champion up there? So that's one of the things we, we really feel like we have some girls in the room right now, both in the middle school and the high school, that could probably compete for something on that, on that line. Uh, but also, as far as a team-wise, we want to be competing with the best out there. So we want to be able to go to Battle of Waterloo and win that tournament. We want to be able to, um, if they eventually have a state dual team we are dual championships we want to be able to compete for those so that's really where we see ourselves in the next five or ten years uh, on a competitive level um, but also I know there's some girls that have dreams and aspirations of wrestling in college and I'd love to be able to in five ten years be able to just go watch you know or be able to follow some of the girls that we have at the at the college level okay same time period how about just girls wrestling in the state then where do you hope girls wrestling in Iowa is five ten years from now yeah I mean I think hopefully it's kind of following similar uh, footsteps as the guys. We have different classifications, because I don't know if you know, but this year it's just gonna be one state tournament. So we're gonna have four super regionals, um, and then we're gonna have a state tournament after that with 32 uh, girls in each bracket. Well, I hope that even as soon as next year, having at least two classes, um, and then again, having that state dual tournament versus just having a traditional tournament. So. That's kind of where I see it. I also hopefully some of these schools can start separating, um, so there's not three, four, even more schools combining together to have this super team. Um, hopefully they can have enough numbers to start separating and have their own teams, which allows us to have more teams in the state. Okay, let's do a couple of shout outs um, of people who have helped you uh, get to this point as we um, as you're in the room now for day three here in a couple of hours. Just people that have, have been in, in your ear and, and behind you, pushing you along the way. Uh, who are those people? Um, yeah, so, you know, Jason Wagner, um, he was the coach last year, a volunteer. Um, he was the one that took charge of it. Um, you know, he, he kind of got this thing rolling as far as the team aspect as well as Corey. Uh, Corey got this thing rolling last year as, as part of like a, um, a finger, I guess, or a, an extension of the boys program um, without them. Um, obviously, Brent wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to do it without having the support of our athletic director. Um, I know there's several schools out there that may not have that support that we have. Um, but you know what, my coaching staff is going to be Jason Wagner and, and Zach Mulder. Uh, it's not my team, you know, it's, it's our team. Um, and that's really what we've kind of built off of. And we don't want it to just be like, hey, this is just, this is the way you run it, right? Like, I, I can't do it without those guys. So, and then obviously, I, I got to give credit to my, my family. So, Without them, without the people behind me, I wouldn't be able to do this. So, we were before we hit record on this uh, podcast. We talked about the excitement coming up for the first uh, for the first competition, and you were waiting no time to get action uh, in the gym. So, yeah. just describe kind of what you anticipate that to be like, and then as we talked about off off air, just the, the reasoning for getting going on night one. Yeah, so we we want to get it out there. We want to promote the sport of girls wrestling. Um, and so we're going to take advantage of November 14th, the first day that we can actually have competition. We wanted to invite some schools in to make this a very high impact, very um, publicized 
event, right? We want to be the first girls duel out there. And I'm sure there's some other duels on the state that, that night, but we want to be the night, right? Like we want to be that duel. Um, we've got Spencer, Waverly, and Ankeny coming in that night, which are programs that kind of been in existence for a little while. So it should be fun. Um, we're going to look at it just like a normal, a normal duel situation. And, you know, team scores, we're trying to pack the, pack the gym that night. We got t-shirts made for each individual school. Um, hopefully they're all representing and coming that night with that. Okay, so let's uh, let's now pretend you and I are talking mid-February. Um, what what do you want to happen? That like DCG girls wrestling will have a successful season if then you fill in the blank. Um, geez, that's a hard question because I really don't want to define our season on whether we're successful by number of place winners or how we did in our duels or anything like that because it's still so new. Um, you know, I think if we can have, if we can finish the season with every every girl finishing with their with or above their goals, right? And it, and without going with all the girls so far and talking specifically about each one of them, if they can reach or uh, go past their goals, I think that's really what's going to define us as, as a successful season. Is it fair to say also that the first year is? Um... I mean, this, these are the people paving the way, right? So the girls, have, will that be something you talk to the girls about, about kind of, you're the, you're the, the standard, like you, everybody will see this and then want to build on it. So is that part of the, the talk? Absolutely. With the team? Absolutely. And we talk about this, even last night we talked about it is, you know, there's no record book, Yeah. right? There's, there's no record book. There's nothing. So they literally are writing the record book this year, right? So um, they're paving the way for these middle school, these elementary girls that aren't even in the program yet. Like they're, they're paving the way for them, not at, only at DCG, but also throughout the state. And like, that's something that we want them to understand all the way through this year is regardless if you have one win or 10 wins or 30 wins, right? You're still paving the way for everybody else behind you to be able to follow you and, and be able to have these dreams and aspirations of being a wrestler. Coach Gray, we appreciate your time. Thank you for coming in. Oh, thank you. That's Rex Gray, the head coach of the DCG Girls Wrestling Team. We thank everybody at home for checking out the Mustang message, and we'll be back with another episode in just a few weeks. Thanks for listening to the Mustang Message, a podcast powered by the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District.